Hello, this is Lee the Cool Guy at RidgeVisionMedia.com, Kicking Out Studios in New York City on December 10th, 2015, with another edition of Issues Under Fire. And you know how we roll here. I can't do it without a sip of this chocolate and coffee. Do it every day. Mm. International Delight Seasonal Flavor Creamer. Oh, it looks as though we're good to go. And you know what? That, let's slow it down. You know, a good night's sleep helps exercise, eating right. Put yourself in the right space. Yeah, I guarantee. What do we got going on here today? Let me take a look at the notes. <laughs> Looks like we got an interesting podcast for you guys today. I wish we could keep things down to earth, but it's impossible. It's impossible. You know, uh, well, my, I, I'm looking at notes. And uh, I, it's just some key words here. Islamic plague. Zombie nation. Netanyahu and Donald Trump. Mm, mm, mm. What we can do with that. Well, you see what? Here's the deal. Um, here's the deal. You know, everybody's talked about this whole thing about uh, Donald Trump and uh, what he's saying. And, uh, you know, it's some pretty outrageous stuff. He's calling to keep a complete shutdown and banning Muslims from coming into the United States until... Well, the U.S. representatives can tell us what the hell is going on. And you know what? I have some concerns about that, too. It's like, well, because we're deeply concerned here about how people are getting flipped, right? And uh, from all over the world, you know, I want to be be ISIS. I want to be ISIS. You know, I want to go over there and, I don't know, kill somebody. I suppose, well, if I can't kill there, I'll kill here. And... uh, so we got to figure out the answer to that. Is, uh, we're working on it for you is to find out uh, that so we can choke off uh, the human resource <laughs> arm of ISIS, ISIL. But uh, until we can get that done, you know, we'll have to be satisfied with the United States bombing the hell out of them and gathering intelligence, you know, everything we've been talking about, see? But uh, that's the sensible approach. But there's another issue going on here because Donald Trump is actually intimating that, well, something else hellish is going on. And perhaps until the United States government tells us what the hell is going on, we got to keep these people out. We got to keep an eye on them. We got to protect ourselves. Get a gun. See something. Say something. Even that's not enough. You see. Until we we have any idea what's going on, and anybody who's identified as a Muslim is a suspect automatically. Just, just automatically. Think of what's going on in London. A man out of the blue, he's sitting next to you on in, on the train, or somebody on a bus, or whatever, and they just flip and start stabbing. You got to be prepared. You don't know. He was Muslim. How do you know they're gonna yell out? This is for Syria first. Why did they, what if they just go to hacking? Because, well, they're Muslims. Infected by some Islamic plague that could change them overnight. People you've known all of your life. Guys you buy a sandwich from. Grab a cup of coffee with. Sit down in the, in the conference room and chat every now and then. And what? Out of the blue, his eyes just go aglaze. He picks up the nearest thing and thought they're hacking. Why? Because he's a Muslim. And, uh, you know, if you look at that man, that's some crazy stuff. That's crazy scary. If you get that 
firmly implanted into the minds of people that, you know, any Muslim at any time could go off on you. That's dangerous. It's about as dangerous as it gets. And, you know, he's going over there taking to, to get some, some tips from uh, Benjamin Netanyahu a couple of weeks. I think they have a meeting planned. And I'm going to tell you, that's a dangerous duo. <laughs> Look, I know how this stuff works. I've been covering the world, well, for years, decades even, you see. And uh, now if there's anybody on the planet who knows how to keep a Muslim in line, in check, watched over, corralled, it's Benjamin Netanyahu. So I would definitely love to hear some of the tips. <laughs> BB is going to hook Donald Trump up with and what he's going to come back saying then. Now, of course, Benjamin Netanyahu, uh, he, you know, having 20% Muslim population in this country, condemned the uh, statements, the plan, the proposal. But he had to do that. I mean, come on, let's face it. He was caught saying, hey, you better watch out. Those Arabs, they're coming <laughs> to the polls. You better vote for me. Otherwise, it could be a... Same stuff. Sounds familiar? It works. It works. If it wasn't so funny, if it wasn't so... I don't know. But it does work. So, what I think... I don't want to spend a whole lot of time with this because we still want to get to uh, Mayor Emanuel in <laughs> Chicago. That's too little, too late deal. But I don't know. This is a fun story, don't you think? Let's follow it up, see where it goes. You see, because uh, well, the Republican Party, they're scared as hell as this guy because he's well, they're saying he's tarnishing our brand. He's making us look bad. He's going against American values. And we say, let him talk. Let him get it out. Let's flush out what's really going on underneath in this country. Because this man is, the more he says, the more he's being appreciated for saying it. So, in a sense, he's actually challenging American values. He's actually redefining America updating the world on who this country really is because if this man can hold on to a lead then a lead as he's doing then obviously americans perhaps not a plurality but a whole lot of them have a different idea of what those values are and the more he's allowed to speak the more we are allowed to understand and i think we should know that it's the same thing we felt about the confederate flag being forced down because wait a minute when those flags are flying high when those flags are riding by on the back of a pickup truck and outside on the lawn of a house you know where they're coming from you know what's in their heart so yeah Donald Trump's statements were resoundingly rejected around the entire world. Not one responsible voice, save for a few, came to his defense. Now, if in fact 
a giant chunk of America is willing to stand up and say, that's our guy, then we must admit that's who we are. So I think it would be unwise. I think it would be quite frankly unhealthy for the country, for the Republican establishment to find a way to shut him down, cut him off and undermine what he's doing. Because those people, if they don't have an opportunity to vote for their guy because some shenanigans went by, people colluding in the background, gathering you know, enough steam behind the scenes to get him out of the way and off the stage. All of those people who were supporting him, they will be seething. They will feel cheated. They will feel denied. And they will be angry. You see. So you have to let the process play out. Normally as ugly as it is because this is a time when America is airing its dirty laundry for the world to see. Everybody's saying exactly what they think they need to see to get a vote. And they won't care how down and dirty they have to get. So, I want to see it, man. I'd just like to know. When you see a Trump... advertisement on somebody's lawn that should speak volumes when they pop up all around in your neighborhood and stuff like that you know people showing their supports like yeah I get you I get you think about it in the meantime though this is Lee, the cool guy at RetroVisionMedia.com. Coming down to CDOs in New York City on the 10th of December 2015. What are we going to write this up? I don't know. We still want to, I don't know. We still got the whole tar and feathers or, well, get a rope. <laughs> Man, Emmanuel. See us tomorrow.